Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. This is Kip Harridge with your daily BRE Investing Podcast. I'm going to walk you through what happened in the markets today and then, more importantly, tell you what the markets are going to do going forward using our VRA investing system as our guide. If you're, if you're new to us here, first of all, welcome. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate your feedback. And uh, hopefully you're making some money with us. We've been killing these markets. And uh, listen, uh, the VRA investing system has been my go-to after learning from my mentors over the last 30-plus years. Uh, this is what we use to both time the markets and to make sure we're in the right areas, the right sectors, uh, the right industries and the right stocks. And um, so it uh, uh, began to uh, to flip on us here a couple of weeks ago as we've been reporting here uh, from uh, bullish to cautious. And uh, let me first tell you what the markets did today, and then we'll get into some specifics of what we saw internally today. Pretty interesting stuff here. And uh, we remain our cautious views here in the short term. We've taken uh, profits now in four positions in the last uh, two weeks. Dow Jones closed down 70 points, well off the lows, though, uh, closing at 26,820. The uh, Dow was the winner on the day today, which is kind of interesting. Uh, S&P 500 down 15 at 29.61. Our loser on the day was NASDAQ, not what you want to see, down 91 points, closing at 79.39. And small caps also off about 9 tenths of 1%. Markets were doing fine today. Uh, as we've seen, this pattern of higher opens, you know, remember, the opens are amateur hour. I mean, not to, not to uh, insult amateurs because most amateurs are better than anybody that calls himself an expert on Wall Street, uh, the dart throwers. But um, typically, if the markets open higher in a, in a, in a weak period for the, for the markets like we are in now, those gains typically do not hold. We saw that again today. Here we are up, uh, Dow's up about 120, and then boom, like that, here comes the news uh, that uh, Trump is considering blocking all portfolio uh, flows into China. In other words, if you're a U.S. investor, Chinese stocks would not continue to trade in the U.S. Obviously, that's big news. Markets begin to get hit. Not very much, though. And then we saw really a bit of a, uh, of, of a landslide about midday, again, before closing off the lows today. Uh, but my view is this. Uh, Trump believes, rightly so, that he's going to steamroll any Democrat that he faces next year, and he should. This is a clown show. Make no mistake about it, folks. I'm a lifelong independent, okay? I've voted for Democrats. I've voted for Republicans uh, uh, in, in presidential races, etc. cetera, uh, since I first voted, voted in 1980, where I voted for Jimmy Carter in 1980. I also voted, voted for Barack Obama in 2008. So as a lifelong independent, I get to be brutal about both parties, and I've done that over the years. George Bush was the worst – W was the worst president of my lifetime, not a close second. But uh, what's happening now with the Democrat Party, I don't even recognize. This is a party of socialists that really, to me, are country haters, and this is where the public sees them. This is why Trump's approval ratings have soared. And, you know, again, Biden and Warren, are you kidding me? It may not be, you know, 49 to 1 like it was uh, with, uh, with Reagan in, uh, in his second term. And it may not be 49 to 1 states I'm talking about like it was Nixon to McGovern. But you know what? 45 to 5? Yeah, that sounds about right because this party is insane and everybody recognizes it. You know, they're, they're beholden to the George Soros of the world and the globalists of the world. And that's just not the U.S., certainly not right now. We're not ready to become Venezuela yet. So Trump rightly believes that he's going to steamroll any dem he faces next year. That takes the pressure off. 
So he's therefore not concerned about any short-term ramifications to the U.S. economy from taking China down hard. In other words, if you're not taking this news seriously today, that uh, he may block all investments into China, we think that's a mistake. We, I believe he will. It's what I would do. I think it's what he should do. He also should have them removed, China removed, from the MSCI Emerging Markets Index, which they were only just added to last year. Very small, by the way. Imagine that. China makes up their economic, uh, the GDP uh, revenue, they make up 90% of all emerging markets. That's how big and powerful China is. But it was only till last year, actually earlier this year, that they were finally approved into having a small sliver of Chinese stocks held in the Emerging Markets Index. Now, what does that tell you? Well, you know what it tells you, right? China believes in fraudulent accounting. Can't be trusted. That's what uh, Trump is talking about today. If you haven't watched the China hustle, watch it. You'll get a better idea what I'm talking about. It's kind of the scams and the schemes that Chinese have pulled on U.S. investors for decades. Gotten away with it. Not with Trump. He will have massive support from this country. Of course, in the short term, it could mean some upheaval in the markets. Again, this is part of the reason that two weeks ago we went cautious. Uh, look, we had reached extreme overbought levels in the VRA system. That was our first clue uh, to, uh, to be cautious. We also knew we were entering a very seasonally kind of a, a weak period in late September uh, into October. And, of course, everybody remembers what happened last fourth quarter uh, Brutal fourth quarter leading up to the worst for, uh, December since the December of the Great Depression. So investors remember the last year. If we get off to the same kind of start next week in October, which we believe is very possible, it's, again, it's how we're positioning our folks, then you could see an ugly October. We believe that will lead to a phenomenal buying opportunity because you've got to remember at the end of the day, all of the moves, and I'm talking about all of the moves that Trump is taking against China are positive for the United States, for the U.S. economy, for the U.S. worker, for all of us. And remember, we didn't elect Trump to be president of the world. We elected Trump to be president of the United States. So support him fully in all these moves. He is a master class 4D chess player. And uh, I, I, I know this. I would never get in this man's way. That's just what I'm going to tell you. So uh, right on. Uh, let's talk about uh, what else is going on here today. Again, we're cautious short term. Uh, we'll be looking for a great buying opportunity coming into uh, probably middle of next month is what we look at right now. We may even reach extreme oversold levels uh, on our system as early as the end of next week. So uh, the next week or so is important from our point of view. Uh, let's look at some market internals here so we see what's all happening. Again, Technology today was the big loser, right? NASDAQ down over 1%, but the real move started and has been starting with the semiconductors. Semis were down 2.36% today on some bad earnings news from, uh, from uh, uh, MU yesterday, Micron Technology. That kind of kicked it off. And uh, again, uh, NASDAQ leads the markets, but the semiconductors lead the NASDAQ. So that's kind of what we're watching if you want to watch something early morning. Uh, once we start to see a reversal and we start to see tech lead again, we start to see the semis lead tech again, we'll begin to get more constructive on this market. The internals today actually weren't awful. Uh, uh, they were negative across the board. However, could have been a whole lot worse, and it may be next week. 
But again, today, not awful. Uh, advanced declines were negative across the board. NASDAQ about 2 to 1. Uh, New York Stock Exchange less than 2 to 1. Uh, 52-week highs and lows were only slightly negative. And then uh, up-down volume was, uh, was, was pretty ugly in the NASDAQ, about 2.5 to 1 negative and about 1.6 to 1 negative on the NYSE. Sector watch. Uh, let's get that screen up here. I think I – look, I, I don't have it in front of you. I can tell you all 11 S&P 500 sectors were lower. Uh, and I apologize. I don't want to keep uh, stuttering and stammering here. I don't have it in front of me. They were all lower, again, led by tech on the way down. And uh, finally, we've got um, our sector – our commodity watch. Uh, oil today closed down 57 cents a barrel at 55.84. Gold was down um, – what was that? It closed at 15.03. Again, my screens are a little messed up here today. And the silver was down 37 cents an ounce at 17.53. I believe gold was down $12 an ounce last I checked. And finally, if you've been joining us here, you know that we noticed this uh, uh, about two and a half years ago with Bitcoin. Bitcoin today closed at 88,011, uh, down $98 to Bitcoin, or that's where it's trading right now. But it's been. Now for three years, Bitcoin has been the best uh, risk-on, risk-off signal indicator for the for U.S. equities that that we found. It le- it's 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 led up from the bottoms up, and it's it's led on the way down. It's given us advanced notice for equities. So we'll be watching that closely because, of course, it also has uh, declined from about twelve thousand, eight thousand here of late. Uh, we believe that's. Again, if history is a guide, it's telling us that equities, uh, U.S. stocks are headed lower in the short term as well. Folks, hope you had a great week and an even better weekend. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.